Blog Talk Radio. My name is Raina Starr. I am your host, as always. Desperate Housewitches is not a G, PG, or even an R-rated show, so if bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind might offend you, this may not be the show for you. But you know it is. Desperate Housewitches is brought to you by the amazingly wicked one herself, who also happens to be my guest, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. It is the Merry Merry Month of Morrison. And you can get some limited edition candles this month. It's a social media sale, so get on her Facebook page, Wicked Witch Studios, and check out the sale. And without further ado, my amazing guest, Dorothy Marson. Hey, Dorothy. Hi. How how are you doing? Oh, my God. (laughs) Tell me all about it, Raina. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so Dorothy and I were just having this conversation because, I don't know, it's Friday the 13th, doesn't usually bother me, but, you know, we have not had hot water in a day and a half, <laughs> and that's not been fun. Dorothy, you want to tell the folks what happened with you? Yes, our our almost new HVAC system, our central air, that cost fourteen grand went out and so 95 degrees outside today no air conditioning the HVAC people can't get here till tomorrow and (laughs) so so it looks like we have temperature problems Rhina (laughs) you you don't have any heat and I've got too much (laughs) I I know and here's the thing so they show up and they go and they look, and they cannot turn the pilot light off. They can't light it to save their lives. They don't know what's wrong. The unit's only two years old. And then the guy says, well, you know, even though this unit is only two years old, the parts they use to, re- to re- repair these units are shit. And I'm like, are you sure you want to tell me this? I'm just a tenant. And he's like, I'm just saying the parts don't usually work. I'm like, so what are you going to do? And he's like, well, I'm going to send a quote to your landlord and see what we can do. So they sent me an email and said, hey, we just want to make sure your service was taken care of. And I was like, (laughs) no, it's not taken care of, and you will be expecting a quote any minute now. So we haven't heard anything since. And I'm like, I keep turning on the hot water to see if it's starting back up, and oh, hell no, no hot water. But your whole building is out, is that right? That is correct. And how many units are there? A bunch, huh? There's 20. There's 20. Now, there's two heaters. There's two water heaters. So we believe that half of because one of them is working, obviously the other half of the units, not my half. So I'm, you know, my neighbors are all like, 
what's going on? Do you have hot water? I'm like, nope, and I already called it in. So you just got to sit tight until we know what's happening and nothing's happening. <laughs> you know, I guess I guess it could be worse. It could be winter time with no hot water. You know? But yes. but it's yes. bad enough. You know, I when when Ida hit, when Hurricane Ida hit here and we didn't have electricity for, for ten days, uh, of course, uh, we have an electric hot water heater, and so we had no hot water. But it was so damned hot that it was I was right. okay with taking a cold shower. <laughs> but but I wouldn't have been in the winter time. So <laughs> yeah, see, I'm one of these insane people that likes to like. I practically like it scalding hot. I mean, I like. Well, I do and too. It's really bad for your skin, but it's so bad for your skin. And I have I have nurse friends who are like. You shouldn't be taking a shower that damn hot anyway. You can roast off the top layer of your skin. And I'm like, listen, I get in the shower to feel clean. Well, exactly. <laughs> I want to, I want to look and, like, right? yeah, I want to look like a lobster when I get out. You know? Yes. Uh, so, exactly. so I understand. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, well, well, it's been a minute. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, it's been a minute since the last time we talked. So tell me, aside from the fact that you're hopefully getting this repaired tomorrow, what else is going on in your world? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, well, 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 we'll talk about magic stuff in a minute. But while we're on um, appliances and industrial stuff, the um, – nope whole house generator that we paid cash for in October finally arrived at our home yesterday. Oh, my gosh. But, wow. but of course, it's not functional yet. They, they set it up and ran the electric part of it, but we have natural gas, and so we don't know when the gas person is coming out to hook that up. And so, but anyway, and they weren't able to put it on the side of the house where I wanted it because of um, state laws here, because there has to be so, so much room between your house and your neighbor's house. So it had to go in the backyard in a place I didn't want it, but that's that's okay. So that went on yesterday. It seems like there have just been a ton of little things that, have have happened that I did not plan on. <laughs> yeah. So it's constantly, yeah. you know, stopping and seeing about this and stopping and seeing about that. Um, yeah. The um, uh, I had been informed that, on, onto the magic stuff, I had been informed that uh, Coventry had decided not to pour the uh, limited edition candles, my, my limited editions, this year. And then, the end of March, I get a phone call saying, oh, we're going to pour those. We're, we're going to do them anyway. We're going to do them in May for your birthday month. Well, I was really grateful because people were going, what the hell? No, no, no limited editions. <laughs> but that meant that I had to, to redo my, uh, my sales agenda for, for the year. And so normally I do mystery packages in May, and limited editions are in February. 
So that meant I couldn't do the mystery packages at the same time with limited editions, and so I had to, right. to move them. And But since we weren't going to do limited editions, I thought, this year, I planned something else for June. And it is a um, little coffin box that is a wishing kit. And so because in June is when midsummer is, and that's when wishing magic happens and wishes come true. And so in June, I'm going to offer those, those wishing kits. And then in July, we get to do mystery packages. So, you know, this has been, cool. I think ever since the, the pandemic, though, this has been a change course in midstream kind of thing. And and everybody's had to do it, you know, for one reason or another. You know, either they can't get the supplies they they need, or or you know whatever. Um, you know, it's it's like with the hexology jars, the little spell kits. There was only one company that I can get those jars from, and so now they have phased out most of the colored jars, and. So, so what is happening? You know, I can change course in midstream. <laughs> I've, I've gotten to be really good at that. And so what, what I decided to do was, uh, as I used up the colored jars that I had on hand, then I would turn everything over into just clear jars. Okay, no, no, no problem. Except that when I went to order more clear jars, uh, they weren't going to be available or in stock again until like the first week in April. And then it was the third week in April. And then it was May 1st. And now it's May 16th. And so I don't know whether this stuff is being held up at a port or not because they come in from mm-hmm. China yep. or what. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. And so I'm just going to try not to worry about it. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. You know, it's been a lot of changes. Um, as you know, my life's gone through a lot of changes. Um, and, and thank you for for all of your wonderful energy and good wishes. He's doing a whole lot better. Um, pretty much everybody knows at this point that my husband was in a pretty bad car accident in February, but he is doing great. As a matter of fact, Good. doctor says, you'd never know what even happened because he's just, you know, except now he knows when it's going to rain because he feels it in his stitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. and he feels it in his thumb. And now all of the weather signs that normally hit me are now hitting him. And he's like, yep, it's going to rain. He never was able to do that. <laughs> Tell him, welcome to my world. I, <laughs> I have, I, 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 I broke my um, my ankle. I've broken it now three times on both sides, and at one point I shattered the heel. And so ever since I was 26, and I'm now 67, <laughs> I have always known when it was going to rhyme. Always. Yeah. Because. <laughs> because I get that ache right there, you know, and it's like okay. okay. So you know, but but I'm so glad that that he's doing better. Um, you know, it, you know he's he's strong. You're strong. 
you know it you know sometimes there's a long road ahead of you but i knew he yeah. could do this and i knew you could too yeah yeah i didn't have a choice neither did he well yeah <laughs> and you know and and that that is so interesting that you say that um there there are people um who are now um wanting to to practice magic and so on and so forth and you know you Raina, you're a realist <laughs> when, when you don't have a, you, you know when you don't have a choice but but to do something even if it means putting something else on hold you step up yeah. to the plate and you tend to it you don't need a reality check because you live in the real world. But I uh, suddenly I have an, had an influx of people who don't seem to live in the real world, and they yeah. want everything at once. And it's like, oh, you know, you know, I want to be a writer, and I want to write these screenplays, and I'm really good at this, and I I know I can do this, and I need to make a whole bunch of money, and I need to be famous, and I need to do this. In the meantime, I don't have the money to pay my rent, but I really need to to keep writing because because this is what I know I'm destined to do. Well, you know, reality says you get a job. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's but, not that you're, but, and, you know, and here's the here's the thing. It's not that you're not supposed to write at all, but if you're not pulling in money from it, you have to eat, do you not? Am I missing something here? Well, yeah, and you have to pay your rent and, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, and and it's like, yeah, but, you know, in order to, to continue with, with what I need to be doing and what I'm destined to do, I need flexible hours and I need this and I need that. And, you know, and I'm thinking, wow. if I could do, and oh, and I'm having an anxiety attack, you know, because because my roommate, you know, keeps keep stressing me out and so on and so forth. And, you know, and sometimes I just want to reach through a computer screen and shake people. And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, in, in order for magic to work, you have to put forth uh-huh. the effort, even if what the the effort is is not comfortable for you. Right. You know, so, you know, I can't can't even begin to to tell folks how many times I had to put things on hold, not just for a few weeks, but sometimes for several years, so that I could handle, you know, what was going on in the real world. And then then there would come a time when I could go ahead and work toward whatever it was I wanted to accomplish. But, you know, I... I guess I don't understand. I don't understand why, where people can't face reality. Well, I think the problem in a lot of instances, Dorothy, is the fact that people look at magic as a cure-all, and it's not. And they think it's instant, and it's not. I mean, sometimes shit is just shit. Everything's not a curse, and you can't cure everything with magic because. I don't know about anybody else's deities, but mine expect me to stand on my fucking feet and get some shit done. Well, exactly. You know, there's 
there's an old adage that says God helps those who help themselves. And, right. you know, and I, I believe that to be true. It has always been, been true for me. Um, but, but you're right. I think they want instant gratification. And, you know, what magic really does is it opens the door. And it's like, mm, if, you, if you don't have any money coming in, you get a job. You get like any job. But, but if you work the magic, what the magic could do for you is maybe get you a raise. It, it yep. may be able to, to connect you with people that would see their way fit to offer you a better job. Um, you know, um, it might give you some, some flexible hours with, with more pay. It may put you in a different position at that particular company. Um, you know, there are all kinds of perks, but first, you have to commit to taking the job. <laughs> of course, of course. And, you know, i got to tell you, it just seems like, and listen, I've been diagnosed with ADD. I've been diagnosed with anxiety disorder, so I know what I'm talking about. Here's the thing. I don't expect anybody to do any kind of special shit for me based on what's wrong with me. That's my business. That's my problem. I have no problem Mm -hmm. talking about mental health, but my problem is making everybody yield to me because of my mental health. It's like, you know, it's no one else's fault of the things I've had to deal with in life and I don't expect the world to shape itself to my liking. I don't find that to be a real, a real thing for anybody. Because the minute you change anything, you're pissing someone else off anyway. So what the hell's difference? Might as well just deal with shit the way it is. Don't Well, and you know, yeah. And and the thing is too, you know, um, when people have mental health issues, they normally, you know. So, you know, sometimes their mental health issues are um, stringent enough to where they need medication. Okay, and so mm-hmm. if that if that is the the case, they get that medication. They need to take their medication, but that helps sure. them to live a functioning life. Okay, because a lot of mental health issues are caused by an enzyme that it, that the brain doesn't form or it forms too much. It's like a chemical imbalance thing, and it puts things back in balance. Um, and, you know, and so, but, but I'm, I wonder sometimes if some of the younger generations don't, I don't know if they are misdiagnosed or if something happened somewhere along the line, because it seems like a lot of, the younger people have mental health issues now. And that did not yeah. seem to be as much the case when I was growing up. And I'm not sure why. Yeah. Well, you know, it was very stigmatized in my father's day. Obviously, my father is long gone. But, you know, my father had mental health issues. He would have been at this point uh, diagnosed as being bipolar and manic depressive. And if you look up the symptoms of those things, you and you knew my father, you would see he falls very hard into those two categories. He had very high highs, very low lows, and they would happen. Dorothy, within five minutes, you're talking to two different people. 
Now, I yeah, it's like somebody flipped the light switch. Right, exactly. That's exactly how it used to happen. He'd be happy and laughing one minute, and he'd be trying to kill somebody literally the next. It's very uh-huh. dangerous, yeah. and you never knew... And you never knew which version you were going to get. Now, back in his day, they didn't talk about mental health because it was considered to be an extreme weakness, especially if you were a male. So this is not something that ever officially got diagnosed. And, you know, my father not being stable refused certain medicines that he needed to have to keep his heart functioning, and then he died. Yes. Um, And it's kind of like... You know, he died from his own fear because he could have been helped if he had listened to the doctors and he didn't want to. Okay, yeah. that, that aside. So there, we come from a period of time where people did not discuss these things openly. Okay, that's not great either. It, it, you can't be afraid to ask for help when you need it, no matter what the help is. But the world has changed so rapidly that I, I seem to understand Yeah, you know what? Things get very shaky very quickly now, but the world's done some really weird shit. And America as a country has done some really weird shit. I mean, look at this. You know, when I I was a kid, Roe v. Wade wasn't even legal. I mean, it wasn't a thing. Abortion was illegal. Then I became 12, and abortion became legal. And now here I am, almost 61, and abortion may no longer be legal. These things happen really quickly, and it doesn't seem like that's the way it always was. I mean, you know, the wheels of progress are usually very slow, but for some reason, the wheels of digression seem to go a lot faster. What do you well, think about yeah. that? Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> indeed, and I, I'm, I'm not sure why that is, Um you know, I keep reminding myself when things like this happen, I keep reminding myself that I have that I am blessed to live in the United States because I have more freedoms and more rights than anyone does any place else on the earth. But if this stuff continues, I'm beginning to wonder if that's logical or not. Now, I do have to to praise our governor in Louisiana at this point. You know, he he won a second term. He's he is a Democrat who won a second term and term in a very red state. Okay, and he does what I love about him the most is he has common sense. Now, I don't always agree with everything he does, but I'm never going to sure. agree with everything everyone does. But so our our legislative body in the state of Louisiana is trying to pass a law that says that any woman who has an abortion and any doctor who provides that abortion are going to prison. Yep. Prison. Yep. Yep. Our governor says they can pass any bullshit they want to pass, but I will not sign it, not ever. That is ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so <laughs> my governor says the same thing. I am also in a red state. I am in North Carolina, and yeah. my governor happens to be Roy Cooper, and he is, in fact, a Democrat. And he said, go ahead, I'm not signing it. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. we are, we're fortunate that there are some 
folks out there holding the line as far as, you know, things going backwards for women. Now, here's the thing. It's not just – this is just where it starts, I believe. This is my opinion, I think obviously. So. But this is where it starts. And I have no doubt that there are many groups on that list. You know, from women who might have an abortion to women who might take birth control to I mean, and it will keep going back regressively. I uh, it would not surprise me if the next uh, group thereafter are, are folks who are trans, LGBTQ plus plus, uh, gendered, non-gendered, anything but yeah. their particular favorite type of group. So I'm very concerned. Now listen. I'm too old to ha- ever need an abortion again. That's just as am I. That's not okay. But this is not why we're concerned. We're concerned no. because we we see a bigger picture. Yeah, well, you know, yes. You know, what about our grandkids or their kids? Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know. I I just saw a clip from some some woman who's running for office in some state, and I don't even know where she is, but I walked through, and I couldn't believe my ears. She said that she was uh, the product of a rape, okay? And so she is unapologetically anti-abortion. And it looks like she may actually win her her office. That, That bothers me. Okay, um, I, because there are women who have been raped, and if that's not violation enough, they've been raped and beaten and tortured. Mm-hmm. I can understand why they would not want to have that baby, mm-hmm. and I don't think they should have to. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't think that uh, you know what about. The the twelve year old girl who is pregnant due to incest mm-hmm. should she have to have oh, that yeah. that baby? Okay, certainly not. I you know I I just I just don't understand. What about the mother who who is the woman who is pregnant uh, shouldn't have been pregnant to start with, and if she delivers to term, it will kill her. What about that? Right. You know, I mean, there, I mean, if you don't believe any of the rest of that, okay, what mm-hmm. about, you know, it's the mother or the child? What, what do you do then? Because, you know, birth control isn't friggin' foolproof. There are women who have been on the pill or had an IUD who have gotten pregnant anyway. I'm one of them. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you see, it's like... Okay, so <laughs> you know it's it's not like they weren't doing their due diligence, sure. and and you know I think you know I, I will I will say this okay I don't think that abortion would have ever been right for me, no matter what. On the other hand, that is not my choice to make for other human beings on this planet. Exactly. They need to, to 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 make a choice. Their, their you know their their circumstances. They need to be able 
to dictate what happens with their own bodies. And yeah. and 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 that's you know that that is my point. So yes, it's bigger than me or you or any yeah. other one person. This has to do with millions of, of women. And you know the the thing is, you're also right about about which group is next on the list. And then there will be more groups and more. And, you know, um, this is truly mind-boggling, and I used to think I wanted to live to be 110 so I could be the scary old woman who lived on the hill that scared the shit out of all the kids in the neighborhood. But I'm not so sure I want to live to be 110 anymore because I'm not so sure that I want to actually see what may happen if something doesn't, doesn't, you know, um, slow down and we don't get control of this somehow. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I thought that too. It's interesting that you say that because, no, I never had this vision that I wanted to live over 100 or quite honestly, anywhere near it because I I don't want all of my loved ones to go before me. Uh, but that's uh-huh. just, you know, me and my head. But it has actually occurred to me that, and you've heard me say this a million times, I can't bear the thought that I'm going to die with women having fewer rights than than I had, you know, because... Listen, I will be completely honest. I tell, you know, I don't shy away from any of these topics. I've had to have that service. You know, I was in a marriage where I had two children and I got pregnant again and my ex-husband was quite dangerous and he was very physically and mentally abusive. And I knew if there was a third child that I would probably wind up dead. So I had mm-hmm. to make a very difficult decision. And the thing that bothers me about folks uh, who are uh, opposed to this, is that you are not here to help me. You are not here in my life. The only person you can make that decision for, and I'm completely supportive of people who don't believe in abortion, that's mm-hmm. fine. I have no ish. Everyone is entitled to feel the way they feel. However, when how you feel you think should affect what I do in my life, that's where I have the problem. Yeah, you know? well, exactly. Exactly, because no one can see your circumstances the, the way you can. You're the only one living that, that life. And so, you know, and, and I just don't think that a legislative body should make decisions, personal decisions for human beings. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know there, there, there are women that I know who had abortions and and now regret it and and wish they hadn't done it and so on and so forth. Okay, that's fine. Uh-huh. But they made a decision, and so they're going to have to live with that. Okay, but uh, but I don't think that anybody, especially a man, should be making a decision about some woman's health. I just don't. <laughs> Agreed. Agree, I 100% agree. I actually have someone in my family who is who, a young person who's saying, "Listen, I think I should get a vasectomy because I, I, if there's an accident, quote unquote, uh, no one's in a position to take care of something like this." 
and I'm concerned that folks who, who take any kind of measures now might be challenged at some point. Because this does, when you, when you talk about a landmark case or anything that is established law, and then you talk about overturning it, you have kicked the door open for a whole yeah. host of progressive things. Women being, you know, there's, there were laws that a woman couldn't be raped by her husband. Exactly. We believe I remember that. that, is not, that exactly, you know, and then what about cases like Bor, Bor, uh, Brown versus Board of Education that, you know, allowed children to all go to the same schools, you know, not just one color of children to this school and another color to that school. Uh, Loving versus Virginia was a landmark case about interracial marriage. Yes. That is now going to be back on the table. Gay marriage, of course, back on the table. Any kind of trans rights or alternate gender rights. I mean, this is just, it's so regressive and it's so controlling. And, you know, we used to joke about it turning into the handmaid's tale. This inches towards it. I got to tell you, if, this, if yeah. this continues on, where women, you know, it's not that long ago, Dorothy, that women were not allowed to have their own checking account. That didn't happen until after I was born. Can you yeah. believe that? I mean, yeah. I, yeah, and, and, and women could not have their own credit, okay? Their yeah. credit was their husband's yeah. credit. Yeah. You know? And, and And I was already alive when that changed, okay? And, mm-hmm. and thank goodness yeah. for that. Because if that hadn't changed, uh, I probably never would have been able to get out from under my ex-husband's credit. You You know, I probably could not have owned a car, owned a house. Uh, I probably could not have done any of that because all that crap would have kept following me around. And, you know, bad credit is supposed to go away in in nine years, but that's not the case, or seven years. That's not the case anymore because what happens is... These creditors sell parcels of debts to bill collectors. And then it pops up on your credit again under the bill collector's name. Yes. And so it follows you around forever, regardless. Um, So, you know, there there are, are so, so many things. And, you know, what what gets me is now... Of course, and I don't know, I really haven't been on social media all that much because I've been busy filling orders. And so, uh, so, so there, there very well may, this may already be something that's going on. But when this kind of stuff happens, generally, somebody or a group of people will go, oh, we'll do an online spell to stop this from happening. And, you know, I appreciate their enthusiasm, but that is not the way to go. To start with, a lot of people who say they'll join in aren't really going to. They're going to forget about it because they've got a life too, okay? And and when you have a group of people that you really don't know, you don't know whether or not they know how to raise, control, and direct their energy, Right. And, and so 
this kind of thing usually falls flat. You don't even know if they are able to focus on anything for a certain length of time. And and so things like that tend to fall flat. What I have never understood is why when you have things with with government agencies and uh, legislative authorities and so on and so forth, why people don't create a thought form. You know, that is, is, yeah, that is something that is relatively easy to do, but you're going to have to focus. You have to know what your intent is. And this is kind of like like doing a poppet, but you don't really need a yeah. poppet. You know, you can use one if you want to. But what what I usually do with a thought form is I form a ball of energy between my hands. You know, you can rub your hands oh, yeah. together and and you know and you, you focus on it and you move it apart and you can feel the heat as it grows. Yep. And and then you name it and you tell it what you want it to do and go where you want it to go. And you give it a death date. And you also have something in your home. It could be a little box of some sort. It could be a piece of jewelry that you don't wear but you keep in a certain place or whatever. And you tell it that that is its home. And so it needs to go out and do whatever it does it's supposed to do. And then, you know, at the end of the day, it goes back home. And the next day it goes out again. Okay? So... This is, you know, and there are going to be people out there that are going to think, God, Dorothy Morrison has lost her mind. <laughs> but but no, this this works. And um, if enough people would do that, yeah. it, it would probably help. Now, I have done this with in the past with some local government stuff. I've done this in the past with some members of a school board. <laughs> Um, I, well, you know, when I had a kid in school, yeah. Hmm. Um, yep, I, I uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, uh, I have done this when I was uh, not working for myself and working for somebody else. I've, yep. I've used that kind of thing then. I have not used it on a huge group like congressman and and a congress and in, in, in the senate i have not okay because i don't think that one little thought form is going to, to help much what is likely to happen is wherever i send it i could send it to one of my representatives but mm-hmm. that representative just has one vote right you know right so yeah. But, you know, the, but the key to this is you have to give it a death date. You have to give it a certain amount of time to do the job, and then it's like yeah. on this date it dies, period. Because if you don't, thought forms tend to grow. And, you know, the, some of the science fiction movies where a computer suddenly gets a mind of its own and starts running things, Okay, well, this is this is what a thought form can do if it gets out of control, if you don't give it a death date. Gotcha. gotcha. And so it can wreak all well, kinds of friggin' havoc. But here, here's an interesting thought about what you said about it being a large body of, of people, congressmen, what have you. If folks could agree 
to affect change and have the thought form for their their representative in Congress, their state senator, and you limit the number of people that you are putting it to. If everyone agrees to do the one that is in your home district or your your home state, you know, that person in Congress, if we could all just pick our own folks, we could actually make perhaps that change because enough we, of we us could be focused on different people. But, you know, the other thing that, that I wanted to say about, you know, large online groups, not only do you not know if you have folks in the group who are not able to put in the same kind of energy or focus or direction, it is not unlikely and not impossible that you actually will have infiltrators working against your magic in these exactly. groups you don't know these folks. So it's exactly. all, I, I, have it, I, I, I appreciate the thought that a lot of folks have in doing a large general spell, but for me, I don't feel comfortable in that mix because I feel the push and pull from different people. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what, let me do, if they're doing their thing, go ahead, you know, that's groovy. I feel more comfortable doing my own. And maybe that's just me. Um, maybe it's my lack of trust, but I've had reason in the last 10 years to lose faith in people for different reasons and people I thought I could count on, I can't count on. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. It happens yeah. to all of us. Yeah, yeah. It You know, it, it, it really, really does. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, people are meant to be in your life for a certain length of time, and then... Yep. They're meant to leave and go on about their business, and you go on too. Um, but, but yeah, I know exactly exactly what you're saying there. You know, things things are so 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 different. Uh, when when I was a baby witch, and and just learning about magic and so on and so forth, I did not ask some of the questions that people ask me today. I knew. Like what? I had enough yeah. common sense to know. I knew that you yeah. took the wrapper off a candle before you lit it. Um I knew <laughs> that yeah. Uh I you know, uh with with something like the, the swifting of energy, okay, it's easy. It's simple. I I would not if someone had presented that kind of spell to me and I actually had the book that I think outlines it pretty clearly okay um, yeah, absolutely I would not have spent three weeks asking a ton of questions about it or questioning mm-hmm. why I advised them to do this or questioning why I advised them to do that because it's all there in black and white and right. I went through uh, a three week period with a person over the swifting of energy, three weeks, every single day. Massive missives. You know, if I had printed them out, an email three pages long, every single day I'd wake up to it. And, you know, and finally I got to the point that went, that I had to say, hey, just quit overanalyzing this, just do the damn spell. Mm-hmm. You know, I have explained this to yeah. you ad nauseum. 
Um, I have been as clear as I could possibly be, and I can't help you anymore. And then, you know, of course, then there's this apology for for, for taking up my time, blah, 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 and it's meant to make me feel guilty. Well, you know, instead of it making me feel guilty, I didn't answer. Two weeks later, I hear from this person again, and now it's something else, and it's always constant. But, you know, you don't understand, but this and that. And it's like, yes, I do understand, but I'm not a therapist. My teaching right. days are over. Exactly. I really don't teach magic anymore. I really don't. You know, uh, I have a business. I am happy to suggest something <laughs> to alleviate sure. your, your your problem. Okay, but other than that, no. And and so you know, uh, and I have in the past, oh my God, three or four weeks, I have gotten a ton of people who are new to magic. They don't know the first thing about it, and yet they're ordering my products. I don't understand why exactly. You well, know, it's like, okay, so I got a candle, so now what am I supposed to do with this? Well, you know, light it. Did you read Did you read what it said on the candle? It's not It's not hard to light the candle, but let me let me say this. And I don't get questions like you do because I'm not, you know, I don't teach, never did teach, never will teach. The only thing I taught was 20-something years ago I was teaching tarot. I don't teach tarot anymore. I don't read anymore. I I don't have time. I don't have energy. But let me say yeah. this. When I do get folks who ask me questions, and I answer the questions, and then they have another question that's really the same question, only in different verbiage. And I, like, I understand that, but I see why it happens sometimes. This not, maybe does not explain the case you were just describing, but what I'm seeing is the amount of people being afraid to ask questions because they feel like if I ask this question out loud to to the general public or my friends, they're going to think I'm stupid for not knowing. And then there's this whole culture in, in, you know, modern paganism that says, well, if you don't do it my way, you're not doing it right. So people are really looking for validation, and they're really afraid. They're really afraid because they want to do things so correctly that they don't even express themselves in magic, which is something you absolutely must do if you want it to work. You must. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I agree, and this is why, <clears throat> I, you know, I do my best to be kind and and, and to, to to well, you know, but. But then, but then there, there does come a point sometimes where I have to say, look, you know, I'm afraid I can't help you any further. You know, I've done everything sure. I can. And, and, you know, and I say I don't do guilt, but there's a part of me that really resists doing that because I don't want anybody to feel as if they don't have the power to change their own lives. Okay? Right. They They exactly. do. And it's and it's going to take some work, but everybody has the power to change their own reality into something into a life that they want to live. 
but but they've got to work at it. <clears throat> you know, they you know it's important. You know, people people have to be able to focus on uh, on the magic. They have to know for sure what that intent is. <clears throat> they they have to um, believe that it's going to work and not second guess themselves. And I've discovered that there are a lot of people who just um, you know it's like oh well I can't focus. Well, geez, you know, you're really focused on carrying on this conversation with me. You're intent on that. <laughs> so so why can't you focus for three minutes, for the three minutes it takes you to do a spell? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and I guess, you know, and maybe they... Favorite... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Your favorite what? My favorite... Thing that I've I've experienced with you teaching a class is the simple exercise of close your eyes, imagine you're in a park, imagine you're hearing birds, imagine you see a mountain. Congratulations! Uh-huh. Open your eyes. You all just did visualization. I love that because it breaks it down so easily and shows you. So immediately can you put yourself into a place where you can create magic, where you can focus, where all of this is possible, and it took practically nothing. Yeah, yeah, it took two seconds. Put that into that space. <clears throat> yeah, you did it. I mean, when when my husband first heard you speak, this is one of the first things he he heard you uh, teach upon, and he was like, "She's amazing." And he's oh. not pagan at all. He's Buddhist, you know, and, and he took to that visualization so quickly, and it really changed him. That's why he calls you Zen Master Dorothy. But, <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's his name for you. But, you know, but he's right. And, you know, being in that class and, and hearing you give that lesson so simply um, was a real eye-opener. We make it harder than it has to to these. Don't you know, overthink it. If you overthink it, you kill it. You know, if, if, well, exactly, you know, if you can read a novel and get into the story, mm-hmm. you've already visualized. Yeah. I mean, you know, because you're seeing yeah. all this stuff in your head. You see, you, you, you see what, what the characters look like. And it's really funny because sometimes I'll read a novel and they've already told me what this character looks like. What color hair they have, what color eyes they have, blah, blah, blah. That's not how I see them in my mind's eye. But but I do see them, okay, because their coloring, as described in the book, does not match um, what what I think that, that character should look like. But still, I am, you know, creating my own story in this kind of. Um, but, you know, magic is so simple. It is not rocket science. And and I, I do think that, that people, I think you're right, I think people are so afraid of making a mistake. And, you yeah. know, when I started out, I made lots of mistakes magically. And the worst part of it was mm-hmm. I had nobody to go to, okay, because my teachers said, you know, I was having in the middle of formal training and I wasn't supposed to be working magic for at least a year and a day. And I was doing it anyway. <laughs> you know, it's like telling teenagers don't have sex. They're gonna. So you know yeah. you better arm them with condoms. 
Um, so, but, but yeah, I made all these messes, and then there was nobody to ask. There was there was no internet then. Not, there wasn't that. Right. Okay, I couldn't go look anything up. I sure wasn't going to be able to find it in the, in the Encyclopedia Britannica, how to fix it. <laughs> no. And so I had to figure it out. And and I think yeah. that part of it. Part of it is that people are afraid of making mistakes, okay? The only people who don't make mistakes are people who aren't doing anything, okay? But exactly. we also have an instant gratification uh, culture now, and so yes, it's it's kind of like, oh, I'm supposed to fix this my, myself? I mean, you know, for for example, the other day I got a note from somebody who was going through Utterly Wicked, I found this hex, and the hex says that you're supposed to bury this thing as close to the person's property as possible, or um, you can, I'm trying to to, to think what else it was. There there was some other thing. But anyway, this person was thousands, oh, yes, or hide it in their personal effects, like maybe even under a doormat that they had or something like Mm -hmm. that. But this person is thousands of miles away. And so I tell this this person, I said, look, you know, uh, you know, part of being a witch is changing course in midstream. You know, change change the scenario here. So what I would suggest you do is take that thing, you know, obviously either bury it somewhere away from your property, or if you don't have access to to that, then put it in a container with dirt, bury it in dirt in a container, potting soil will work, and take it to a public dumpster, like maybe a supermarket dumpster or something, and throw it in the damn dumpster and be done. Yep. And, you know, and it's it's a matter of just finding workarounds, things that, that, you know, it's like your gut says, this will work. But but I often wonder if there is so much information with the technology that we have now, you know, Good information, bad information, truth, lies, so on and so forth. There's there are too many sources, yeah, to to, yeah. to get information from that people have forgotten to think for themselves and reason, reason things out. Yeah, oh, you know, I, and, uh, and I, the way I compare that is, I'm okay. So back in the day, there was no such thing as Sephora. You would go to the drugstore, you would yes. see the five or six different lipsticks they had, and you'd pick one, maybe two, if you had a few extra coins in your purse. Now, yeah. I go to Sephora, there's 9,000 friggin' lipsticks, I'm there three hours trying to pick out one damn color, because there's too much happening, there's too many choices. You know, exactly. and I also think people get... <clears throat> I think folks also get wrapped up in the semantics of a spell. When they read a spell, well, this person does this spell this way, and this person does this spell this way, and I don't know which one to do. Honey, try both. Try either, combine them, put your own self in them so they actually work. I mean, seriously, any spell that you see written is an outline. It's an outline. It is to guide yeah. you. Because some folks, you know, when I was coming up, I didn't know how to write a spell. Write a spell? What are you talking about? I didn't have the education to write a spell. I had yeah. to have it written for me. I, 
don't know what you're doing and you're actively asking, you know, well, how do I do this? Because I was being mentored in person. Again, rare, I know, but it was a million years ago, and it was something that people did back then. You actually lived with the person mentoring you. So I, I yeah. did have the benefit of all that. But without that, it would have been me and books, like everybody else my age, and that would have been it. I just got lucky, you know. So don't be afraid. And the best spells I have ever, ever done, the most lasting spells that I have ever done were from outlines of, of writers like, like you, Dorothy, where, and I was able to take that and bring it into myself and project my stuff on it, my magic on it, my intent yeah. on it. Because magic only works if you put if you put your intent in it. If you know like you know like you know that the spell is going to work, honey, the spell is going to work. Trust. Trust. Yeah, exactly. You know, magic always works, okay? It always works. It just doesn't always work as you envision. Yeah. <laughs> okay? You know, it, it, you know it, but, but it always works. Um, so, and, and, and even if it doesn't work quite like you envision, that doesn't mean that it's worked poorly because sometimes right. you get extra perks because it yeah. didn't work exactly like, like you envisioned. And, y- you know, um, yeah, I, yeah, spells are meant to be tweaked to suit someone else's lifestyle. But, you know, people I, I, people are so afraid of making a mistake. You know, there is hardly anything, any mistake you can make that cannot be rectified. I'm sure there are some, yeah. okay? But well, okay. As, far as, mag, as far as magic goes, I don't think there's anything that you can do that can't be rectified. Now, it may take a long-ass time to rectify it. Yep. I like to never yep. broke the uh, the love spell I cast on an ex-husband. That uh-huh. that took me forever to untangle that. Okay, forever. Oh yes. I was already I was already <laughs> married to, to to Mark, and I was still trying to untangle the damn thing. Okay, oh, I finally yeah. did. But uh, yes. you know, but but the thing, and I had to laugh in the middle of all that commotion too, because it was like, damn, I didn't know that 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 spell was that that powerful that that one that I concocted. <laughs> Oh yeah. So, but yeah. you know, that's, uh, one of my, that's one of my big things is that when you have a love spell, especially a spell like that, if you've done a love spell and you forget to undo it, honey, that didn't that didn't stop working. It's still out there. I had to learn yeah. the hard way as well. You gotta un. Don't walk away from from spell stuff if it's if you're done with it. Undo that shit, banish it, do what you got to do with it, bury it if it's if it's a, an object, um, and and send the energy on its way to the ethers because magic, it's my opinion that magic can turn rancid if you leave it out there like that, um, unattended, kind of free flowing like a pop form. You said earlier that those could grow into monsters if you let them, and that's yeah. that's kind of what I think when you just leave old magic hanging out there. 
you got to retrieve that shit so it doesn't hurt somebody unintentionally, especially yourself. Um, well, so, yeah, exactly. you kind of have to clean up. You have to clean up magically, right, Dorothy? You got to sweep it up and well, take care of it so it doesn't leak. <laughs> well, <clears throat> yeah. Now you know, I think I think maybe. Um, the only thing that I have ever had to do that with to, to really clean up and untangle was that love spell, okay? Um, yeah. I've never had to clean up a money spell or a good luck spell yeah. or any yeah. any yeah. Of, of, of that. But, but yeah, um, you know, so, so there are some things. And the other thing is, you know, I think that, that – Newbies need to trust their gut. You know, the yeah. gut never lies. If the gut tells you something, then that's what you should do, regardless of of what expert told you, you know, whatever, okay? You, you, you need to do what your gut says um, because the gut has never proved me wrong, never. And every time I didn't listen to it, it was like exactly. it, was, I, it was a mistake, <laughs> a real yeah. mistake. So yeah. you, you know, but you, um, know, but you know, but you know when you have that. Okay, so like when you do something, and you know, again, the gut, it doesn't lie. If you feel so good, and you know, you just know when things are done exactly the way they should be. And you have mm-hmm. that that happiness from something well done, and you know it was well done. That's the feeling you want to have. But if you have these little feelings of, oh, I'm not sure, I don't know, do I deserve it, blah, blah, blah. When you, the minute you put doubt into magic, you have created a problem for yourself. Is that true, Dorothy? That is very true. You have You have sabotaged your own magic, okay? You have killed the spell, you know, because doubt, doubt is the, the quickest um, way to murder a spell. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, is. And, you know, and, and sometimes I don't know how to help people who, you know, there are people who come to me that really and truly need a therapist. They they don't need me. They They need a therapist, okay? Um, because mm-hmm. they do have this anxiety, they do have this the, this self doubt, and it's hard to work successful magic if you are constantly doubting your every move. And right. and so you, you know, I mean, you know, my my self esteem wasn't always so so, so great, but uh-huh. I was tenacious with everything. If something was yeah. important to me, I was like a dog with a bone. And you know, and and focused on you know getting this this thing, whatever it was that I wanted, was important to, to to me. And so I never once doubted that that it would happen. Okay, and but you know, but having low self esteem and self doubt are not exactly the same thing. Um, it's 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 different, and I. I don't have I can't I can't d- d- define why it's different it just is <laughs> So you know but but I I I just want people to understand that 
they they can change their their lives. Okay, um, they, they they can focus. They they can can um, you know create a different reality for themselves. But they're going to have to do the work. They ha- they have to do the footwork, and and they have to apply themselves to to the effort. Magic doesn't take care of all of it, you know. Uh, it's no, it's definitely. like and you know we've talked about this before, but it's like getting that job. You can't just light a green candle and expect that to happen. And I've had a lot of people who are looking for jobs now, but of course yeah. their criteria list is what I think is unreasonable. So sure. you know, but what? But what I tell them is when they're looking at, at, say, a rich bitch candle or a fast cash candle to get a job, it's like you would be much better off with a good luck spell. <laughs> well, because good, well, good luck covers a multitude of areas. Good luck can bring you money. Good luck can open doors and give you the opportunity of a lifetime. You know, yes, you can, you know, but money is just money. It doesn't mean that that money is going to be coming in steadily through through work, through, you know, through, through a job. It means, you know, so I always think, you know, I, I try to strip things down to the bare bones and look at it. And it's like, hmm, get the job you, you want, well, you're going to need a little luck for, for for that, or even get your resume to the top of the stack. Yep, good luck will take care of yeah. that too. Sure. You know, sure. And Absolutely. and so, you know, sometimes I think that, you know, may, may, maybe my job on this earth is stripping things down down to the bare bones. And there there are those friends of mine who go. Damn it! Do you always have to strip away everything? And it's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> I kind of do because it's the only way that I can see the big picture here. You know? Absolutely. Um, going back to something you said a little earlier, and I want to see if maybe I have a handle on this: the difference between low self-esteem and self-doubt. For me, low self-esteem is I'm not in the greatest place with myself right now. But self-doubt is more of a question of my ability to make things happen. They're not the okay. same thing. One That's good, a, yes. If, if that makes sense. That, so that makes a lot of feel, sense. So you can feel not fantastic about yourself, but you could still do magic. I also want folks to understand, if you have a, an illness that you're dealing with, whether it's physical or emotional, it's not counterintuitive to be on medication and have magic work. I, I just want folks to understand. If they don't, you, you're not uh, hurting your magic by being on medication. You have to do whatever you have to do to function. And magic understands all that. That, that is a very, very good point. And, you know, um, I had a question about that the other day, as a matter of fact. Somebody had, had worked a spell and they had an appointment with their doctor for some sort of treatment. And it was some sort of energy treat, treatment. And that they and they go there, you know, once a week and they, they get this and they wanted to know if that was going to screw up things. And it was like, no, it's not. Get, 
get your treatment just as scheduled, just as you're supposed to. But yes, that has to do with with, with medication. That has to do with everything. Um, magic is not designed. A spell that you do to better your life is not going to be upended because you are continuing, you know, your normal functioning routine. So, so yes, I'm gl- I'm really glad you brought that up. Be, because no, it's not going to make a difference in in your magic. Um, you know, magic yeah. is energy. Everything is energy. Yeah. But that, that 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 medication, that that treatment, whatever it is, is a different kind of energy. It's like yeah. the difference between an apple okay. and an orange. <laughs> and and right. one is never going to meld into the other. Okay, so it's all good. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm I'm glad you said that, too, because I think it's important to remind folks. Because, you know, with how fast things have changed in the world and are continuing to change, if you need help to function as a a person of any kind of magical uh, interest, use, practitioner, whatever it may be, do whatever it takes to get you to healthy because that's only going to help what you're doing overall anyway. If something is helping your mood to put you in a place that you need to be to to get through the day, it's certainly not only is it not counterintuitive, it is probably going to help you get that spell across. So please, take your medication, get your physical treatment. Like Dorothy said, whatever it takes, uh, to be healthy or to put yourself in a place uh, where you're getting what you need mentally and physically, absolutely do those things. Do, do not be afraid that you are going to hurt your magic. Um, anything that makes you well makes your, your, your magic better. Um, but, but, you know, we, good Lord, Dorothy, I could talk your ear off. <laughs> it's one of the many reasons I love you. Are are we almost out of time? Oh, honey, we passed that. I extended the show. Anyway, because I (laughs) wanted to talk to you. Well, because, you know, we're talking about magic and we're talking about spells, which I think is a perfect segue into, you know, your candle for folks who are are new to the show, uh, for young folks who may not have, you know, had the chance to listen to you yet and talk about your product. I'd love it if you'd take some time and and kind of walk us through again what we've got on offer for the Merry Merry Month of Morrison. Okay. So there are four limited edition candles, and limited is the key word here. They are only available once a year, and this time they are only available through the end of May. Um the first one is Extreme Badass, and it is a self-empowerment candle. Um, it, it, brings your, it brings you to the forefront. It opens doors. Uh, it makes people hear you. And, um, it, you know, and it also cle- clears the way. Kind of, it's not really a road opener. It is, but it isn't. <laughs> It it opens it clears doors. And the clears, way, though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it does for, for you to get I what you want from people, okay? And yeah. and it yeah. it boosts your personal power. It boosts the way your, your self confidence, the the way you think about yourself. And so mm-hmm. it it is one of those candles that especially you know um, after you know during the pandemic and after the pandemic, this is something that is good for everybody because everybody yeah. feels a little off kilter and and with the things going on in the world today. So this is something everybody needs to embrace their personal power, and this helps you do that. Then there is a candle called Hot Dam. And Hot Dam is a triple action good luck candle. Um, you know, the, the catchphrase on, on Hot Dam is, um, you'll, you know, you're likely to be so, so lucky that other folks are going to think you have a horseshoe shoved up your ass. Uh, so, uh, it, and, and it, you like that, do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, you know, it it is one of the the most important formulas that we ever d- developed because, as I said earlier, good luck covers a multitude of crap and a multitude of of areas, and you know everybody could use a little luck these these days. Um, sure. There is also a candle called Rich Bitch, and Rich Bitch is a triple action uh, money draw. And I have to tell you, I think it is the best money draw uh, formula on, on the market today, bar none. I think it's the most efficient. I think it's the most potent. And I have, I have sold a ton of rich bitch candles is probably one of my most popular sellers since since my first in fact you're going to laugh when you hear this rhina but i have sold yeah. over 500 <laughs> rich bitch candles since my first and just got a new oh, shipment in for, for, from the warehouse yesterday so oh my God. yes it's awesome. it's extremely it's extremely popular and extremely effective then yeah. there is the fourth one is something called Saint Dorothy the Wicked, and My it favorite. is the magic. It's the, it, and it smells it's good my too. My personal favorite. I love it. It. <laughs> it, uh, it is the magical miracle worker, and you it use really this for those situations that seem impossible to resolve. And you know, uh, one of my friends once said. Who who was uh, who is now Jewish and um, had you know had some Catholic influences said oh my uh-huh. it's it's kind of like like the, the the Bible says you know when when you pray together when you pray in unison with each other you know things happen yeah. and he says and yeah. so since it's your candle Dorothy and I use it. It's like praying with you to get this to happen, which kind of blew me away. <laughs> but, but, but you know, I, I could see you know where where his where he was getting his logic. Um, sure. But but it, it it is one of those things. If you can't seem to push through magically with anything else, um, yeah. you know, Saint Dorothy the, the the wicked 
is is the candle to to, to use. And you know, I I'm running a deal on those. Um, you know, normally my candles run twelve twelve ninety five plus shipping, but you can get a set of four for forty eight dollars plus twelve ninety five shipping, flat flat right. That's and so a set of four with the That's shipping is going to run a little over sixty yeah. bucks. And so that it's yeah. a hell of a deal. And um, really you know, is. I I'm having people since. Since we thought they weren't going to be available, uh, yeah. you know, at all this year, and then they were, I've had people, you know, buying several sets. There are also oils and and sprays that you can get along with that. Um, you know, some people just just buy the oils. Oils are, are, are the sprays, but oils are extremely versatile because you can mm-hmm. dress candles with them. You can anoint petitions with them. Uh, you can put... A, um, a dab of the oil on a sock and throw it in the dryer with your laundry. Uh, you can you can dab you can dab your the light bulbs in your house and bring that that magical energy all through your home. There, you know, yep. there is just no limit to what you can do with an oil. Uh, put it in a diffuser, you know. So um, anyway, yes, I am very very excited about this. And I I hope people will, um, you know, check check, the, check check me out on social media. There are, are links on my social media pages, uh, so that you can go to the to the site and and you know get ordering and further details on these. Um, you know, but but yes, I want to help people change their their lives. And you know, if if you want to change your life, these limited edition can- candles. Have you covered? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I've been using your products for years now, and I will tell you. Um, now, I'm a little bit obsessive. I know people are not necessarily going to be like me, but they're, you know, I have enough St. Dorothy, the, the, the Wicked, in spray form and oil form that I have some in every single room of my house. Um, because sometimes, you know, you have a cross thought or you're just not feeling right in the moment. Um, if I'm doing a big spell, it's definitely candle time. I, I've been, well, I have so many of your candles, like different ones, not just the limited edition ones. I've got bunches of it. But, you know, whatever it takes to get you where you want to go. I mean, you do have to do the work. Everything Dorothy said was absolutely true. You've got to do the work. But I will tell you, when you have good products to help, to help you focus, to put you in the right state of mind, um, to just create that mood even, it's wonderful to be able to have really high-quality stuff to get you there. And, again, I don't expect everybody to be like me, but yes, I have St. Dorothy the Wicked in every single room except one, my husband's bathroom, don't ask. But <laughs> yeah, so I, I highly endorse. Um, Dorothy, I've been, Dorothy, I've been using your products for years and years and way before we ever met. So yeah. <laughs> yes, so, yes. They're wonderful. And, 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 I, and I so appreciate the, the the fact that that you love them as much as as you do <clears throat> that makes I my do. heart sing. I really do. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, you know, because they're, listen, I'm not different, I'm, I'm not special from anybody. I get moments of doubt. I get moments where I question. I get moments where I'm just fucking afraid and not knowing whether to wind my butt or scratch my watch. I mean, it's true. We all, you know, I'm an older person at this point. I've been doing this show over 10 years. Sometimes shit goes sideways. I'm just saying it's good to well, have help. And well, you know what? And and I am like you. You know, there are times that that I'm afraid that I think something may not 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 work. And you know, I'm not talking about magic, but I'm yeah. talking about you know things in my life. You know, some idea I've got or this or that. You know, it's like ooh, you know sure. how how is that going to be? Is, is that going to be accepted? Is it not? You know, this and that. You know, what if I say the wrong thing here? Uh, you know, so on and so forth. And so I'm just a normal person like everybody else is. Um, yep. You know, I've just been, been doing this for, for more years than than a lot of people have. But, sure. <clears throat> you know, but but I'm human, and we all are, and we could all use a little help. And so <clears throat> I I hope that people will... You know, if people who haven't tried my products, I hope they, they will. I think they will be pleasantly surprised. And I am grateful for for all those people who have used them for as long as you have. So, yeah. Yeah, your stuff is amazing. So everybody, please check out uh, the Wicked Witch Studios social media page on Facebook especially um, for the links. To the limited edition candles and it's not just candles honey go look at the whole website there's a whole bunch of amazing stuff on there that Dorothy does separate from just her limited edition don't limit yourself because there's a whole bunch of fantastic products out there that she that she creates on her site so and and books don't forget Dorothy's books now you know you want them they're wonderful books they are <laughs> utterly wicked has to be the best cursing, hexing spell book I've ever come across. And, honey, I've come across some that made my toes curl. I'm just going to tell you. But this is the right attitude at the right time for the right things. And, you know, sometimes you've got to do a little painful work. You just have to. Sometimes folks need to be put in their place a little bit, don't you think? I think so. I do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you'd laugh at me if you saw how many copies of that book I have in this house. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Raina, someday, someday, when we're both dead and gone, somebody's going to go to your house Uh and go, what the hell? Is all this, and why did she have so many copies of that and so many bottles of this? I know. <laughs> I know. Are you kidding? And then I had bought some some of the small bottles of St. Dorothy the Wicked Oil, and I had stashed them for a rainy day, and then I had bought more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you because you put the original ones up from yourself. Yeah, I put them. They were safe. I put them away. So you know how you do that. Yes, I do it all the time. Like, did you just buy more of that St. Dorothy the Wicked? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you know you have three bottles in the drawer? And I'm like, nope. So now I got six. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> You'll never run out. Oh You'll never run out. I will. Well, trust me, I use it enough that I probably need to order more now, but we can talk about that later. Anyway, Dorothy, as always, I just love talking to you. You're a treasure. I, I have the best time with you. <laughs> oh, I, I have the best time with you, too, <clears throat> and we are eventually going to have to have another face-to-face visit so I can actually hug your neck. So we hope that happens sooner than later because it's been a very long time. It has. It's been too long. It's been like four years, and I I can't. Anyway, I don't want to think about it. I'll cry. But definitely, I miss you horribly, and I can't wait to see you again, and we're going to have to probably put a plan together to make that happen. Uh, by the way, folks, Dorothy will be back in December. You know, she's got to be here twice a year at least. That's when I can get her when she's not too busy, even though she's too busy today. Anyway, she went ahead and agreed and said, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Cause Anything for you, honey. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> All right, my love. I will talk to you very soon. Do you have anything you want to say to the folks before we go? Um. You know, you can you can reach me at um, headwitch, all one word, at earthlink.net, and visit my website mm-hmm. at dorothymorrison.com. And have a great yep. night. All right, Dorothy, thanks again. I'll talk to you very, very soon. Have a good night. Thank one. you, honey. You have a great night, too. Uh, Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right, guys, I'll be back tomorrow with Jason Mankey. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to talk about his newest new book. Well, I don't know. There may be another book that came out since then. He's a writing machine, part of why we love him. All right, guys, see you tomorrow. Have a great night.